Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Our premium stroller and crib rentals are delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando area resort. It couldn't be easier. Book yours at KingdomStrollers.com. And Mouse Pros. Let our travel specialists plan your next vacation. Our concierge level service gives you the perfect hassle-free vacation. Get your free quote from Sean or any of our magical agents at MousePros.com. And now, it's show time! Your attention, please. One show for you to see. One for you and everyone. Oh, look at all the people. Pay attention, it's show time. I am always ready, as you say, to put on the show. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Aloha. Come to the Tiki Room. Get your expialidocious tickets right here. Hello and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. I'm not sure of the episode number this week, but you're here anyway, so that doesn't matter. Keith is unable to make it this week, so I just brought Matt on. That's it. I'm sorry. You're stuck with just me tonight. Yeah, and me. I mean, it's just it's the two of us. Just the two of us. Oh, wow. We can make it if we try. I think that's the word. You and That's I. close enough. Yeah, <laughs> that's close enough. Okay. All right. I know my voice is off and a little sick, but hey, people love my singing. I'm in the shower and I'm singing. <laughs> I love you, I love you, I love you! Now, question for you. Some trivia. Okay. In Peter Pan, Captain Hook had a hook on which one of his hands? The one that was missing. Oh, that's cheating. Which hand, left or right? Um... Left hand. That's correct. Woohoo! That was a lucky guess. <laughs> what author... You had a 50% shot. You did it. What author wrote the book that the animated feature The Jungle Book is based on? Rudyard Kipling. Very good. When does Mary Poppins say she's going to leave the Banks house? And the children are grown. Nope. When uh, the uh, wind changes. Yes, that too. What is the name of the farm where the Born Stormer is located? Hey. I don't know. Goofy's Wise Acre, Acre, not Anchor, Acre Farm. I don't know if I've ever paid attention to that, honestly. No, uh, I knew it, but I would not have been able to guess that. Like, I, I yeah. knew that was it, but I, 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 I would not have guessed it right. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have guessed that, and I don't even know if I've ever noticed that, to tell you the truth. Yeah. But is it still that now that's the great Goofini? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think, I think they changed the name. This one I knew. What is the name, what, who is the man that supplied the synthesized voice for the Main Street Electrical Parade from 1979 to 1991? Wasn't it Jack, um, what was his last name? Jack, um. Got the first name, right? Oh man, this is gonna bug me. Starts with a W. Wagner. Yep, that's right. Let's see. What are the names? This is hard. What are the names of the two troublemakers in Cranium Command in Epcot? This is very hard. Wow, because it's been years since I've seen Cranium Command. Um, It wasn't. 
wouldn't say it wasn't one that I saw routinely either. Um, For those of those who don't know what Cranium Command is, it was located in the... Um, uh, what the name is? It's the Wonders of Life. The Wonders of well, Life. Yeah. I don't know what it is now. I can't remember. Um, I have no idea. I don't know what the answer is. I, I would not have guessed it. Tad and Rico. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had no idea. Let's see. Minnie Mouse had a bird that appeared in one cartoon along with Figaro from Pinocchio. Do you know the name of that bird? Um, bird. No, I don't. Frankie. Last question. What are the names of Walt Disney's three brothers? His three brothers. One is easy. One of them is Mortimer, right? Nope. Walt Disney we're talking about. Oh, Walt did. I thought it said Mickey Mouse. Um, Roy and Elias. Elias was his dad. I know that. Um, I'm just throwing <laughs> names out there. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know. Other than Roy, I don't know. Roy, Ray, and Herb. Ah. Herb. I guess Herb. Not Herb. But yeah. That's the last one I got. I like stuff like that. Yeah, it's nice randomly to do things like that. I should have you do that to me one day when Keith's not here. Yeah, just let me know. I'll see if I can find something. All right. So, with that, let's take a little break here. I'll send it over to Steve for the news. Steve. Shwing! Hi, Steve from Disney Diary here. This is What's News. If you really like Halloween, Disney World has a deal for you. They've instituted a Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party Pass this year. Yes, for $299 plus tax, you would be able to attend up to 35 of the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Parties for 2019. You would not be able to do this for the Halloween party on Party Halloween Night on October 31st. But if you've already purchased a ticket, you can use what you've paid towards the Party Pass and this is what they're trying to do this year. Don't know if it is to go up against Halloween Horror Nights over at Universal or if there's just other reasons at play. But let's continue talking about the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. I went to the first one, and here's just some thoughts. And the big thought has to do this year with the fireworks show. Now, it turns out the new show is well worth the wait of something new that has been needed for quite some time at this event. The new Disney's not so spook spooky, excuse me, the Disney's not so spooky spectacular. It definitely weaves together pyrotechnics and projections, lasers and lighting. It's hosted by Jack Skellington. Now, in this case, Skeleton Jack uh, from the Nightmare Before Christmas, it's a puppet. It'll make you wonder how did they do that? And if I didn't know it was a puppet, I'd still be scratching my head. It is great to have this 3D visual coming out onto the stage. Jack appears at the beginning of the show to share some, to explain how anything can happen on Halloween. And from there, Zero takes Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, and Donald Duck on a trick-or-treating adventure. They'll encounter ghosts, skeletons, and plenty of Disney villains on their not-so-scary adventure. This show may be Disney's best use of projection technology yet. The images dance and spin across the whole canvas of the castle, including the turrets that were added to either side several years ago. The projections and the pyrotechnics work together. The castle tells the story and the fireworks are the punctuation. 
the color schemes, uh, they blend everything together. In this show, you need to stand in front of the castle to see. At 12 minutes, it's a little on the short side, but, you know, considering everything else going on at the party, it's a good 12 minutes. And at the party, you'll see at the parade some new things taking place. You'll see the Spectral Bride uh, from the Haunted Mansion has been added. And there's a whole new Incredibles section that's been added with Edna Mode, Mr. Incredible, Mrs. Incredible, are your favorite aliens, my favorite aliens, and Buzz Lightyear. The second thing I want to talk about is Batu. I was able to explore the land for four hours during an annual pass holders preview. Entering Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios is a little bit like entering the Magic Kingdom. You pass through a tunnel, you enter a new world. The subway tile and the underground lights of Grand Avenue transition to the rock work and industrial fixtures of the planet Batu. But when you walk into the Magic Kingdom, a smile and feeling of wonder the normal reaction. At Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, it's a feeling of awe. It's visually stunning. The land is a tapestry of interactions, from flying the Millennium Falcon to building your own droids and lightsabers to talking with cast members who are always in character to using the Disney Play app on your data pad to explore the hidden transmissions and decipher signs. You're meant to be an active participant in the surroundings. Now, whether you're familiar with Star Wars or have never watched a movie or a TV show, you'll be able to appreciate the 14-acre land. Everyone may end up focusing on the ride, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. Now, Star Tours on steroids, uh, George Lucas was right when he said that. It's a fun experience, but it's not the centerpiece of the land, at least it wasn't to me. The centerpiece is the atmosphere. Talk to the locals. Each person has a backstory. We spoke to about four locals. Each told us where they lived, the interactions, the resistance, everything. Now, you'll learn the language. Locals will greet you with bright suns during the day and rising moon in the evening. Till the spires is how they say farewell. Talking and interaction, it's a key part of the land, and I hope it remains for years. It, it's easy, it would be easy for Disney to do away with these interactions, but this is something special, something you'll want, you won't find really anyplace else in Disney World. Now remember, this is a town, and it's a town with shops, which is also part of the attraction. Doc Odenar's Den of Antiquities, the Droid Depot, Savi's Workshop, there is much entertainment as they are trade. Now this is opposite from what you normally find in a Disney park. There's a shop at the end of the ride. Here are shops that lead you to the ride. So when you visit, talk to the people, see the land, slow down, enjoy the vibe. We'll be talking much more about this later on. And now, back to the Tiki Hut and to all, till the spires. Please visit us at DisneyDiary.com for the latest news. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Disney Diary. Now, back to the Tiki 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 Hut. We're back from break this week. I want to thank Steve for the news again, so make sure you check out DisneyDiary.com for all the Disney news. This week on the show, we're going to finish our series of ranking the resorts by heading over to the DVC resorts. Since Keith isn't with us, I do have his list. Um, did he send that to you? No, I don't have it. Okay, so I mean, that's fine. I'll, go, I'll do his list when we're done. Um, so... At number nine, I guess I'll start off with is uh, what I've really tried to do with my list is try to rank them as best as like I stayed at them. And the ones mm -hmm. that I really didn't stay at, I put more towards the back of the list. I tried to, didn't work that way, but uh, um, 
Number nine, I put it Saratoga Springs. I know this list is kind of similar to the deluxe resort list, but uh, because you're still, a lot of them are overlapping, but you know Saratoga Springs just is not my favorite resort. I love that it's next to the springs. I, I mean, I maybe I'll give it a, a whirl again one of these trips and try to spend more time at the springs. Like if I was doing. I don't know if I was doing a resort-only trip. I would like to stay there because I don't think the pools are great. They're fine. But, um, you know, I guess if you're going to do a resort-only trip, it would be a great spot to go just because you can basically walk over to the springs mm-hmm. and enjoy it. Uh, I mean, that's got the best thing going for it at that resort, but it's just so massive. It's also got the Treehouse Villas, which um, I have not stayed in since being DVC. Yeah, so you're going to do majority of the talking on this because I've only stayed in one i've walked in a handful of these um saratoga it wasn't last on my list i split saratoga and the treehouse um saratoga didn't fall last but just based on what i've heard from it i've actually went there we went on a a dvc tour it's been several years ago so i've been there before but i didn't actually really tour the resort itself uh, but just based on others' opinions and everything, it didn't rate very high for me. Um, I'm actually, and this is probably going to show my lack of knowledge of these, my last one, just because I have rode in on a bus to pick up people and rode out on a bus, was Old Key West. I haven't stayed there. I haven't toured the ground, so I don't know anything about the park or about the resort other than it just didn't do anything for me What that little bit I saw on the bus. Uh, it's kind of funny because mine's way up higher on my list. So I figured it would be because I've heard a lot of people say that they actually really like mm-hmm. that resort since it was the original. Rooms are bigger and yada yada yada. But just just from what I saw, it just it kind of seems a little off the beaten path. All the other ones seem a little more accessible to you know some of the parks and the areas and everything. It, it just didn't really do a whole lot for me. Uh, I mean, I can get that. I can't knock you for for that because it's sort of like me putting my next one in Grand Floridian at number eight is that I I really don't have a desire to stay there. One, because you're at the last stop on the monorail and a lot of the times there's not a spot to get in the monorail when you're coming into the Grand Floridian. So you might not get a spot. You might sit around for one or two trips before the monorail empties out a little bit because it gets so packed because it's got so many stops coming from the Magic Kingdom. You know, people are getting on to the Contemporary, then the TTC, then the Resort. So uh, you might not get a spot. And I think it might change with the new walking path because I'm glad that they're doing that. I think that's going to be a great addition. I think that'll probably open up the Grand Floridian a little bit more because I'm the type of person that would like to walk every once in a while. You know, back and forth, especially like staying at the Contemporary, you could just walk there and it's... uh, you know, a 10, 15 minute walk, which is nothing. And it's a big difference when you don't have to get onto the monorail and wait on a line. And you actually, I was going to ask you, would it matter at all once they finish the walkway? Would you put it a little higher on your list or not? It's, I think once the walkway is completed, I probably will stay there. Um, the biggest difference now is I think it would have been more convenient when both of my kids were in the stroller. Because, yeah. you know, we would just, you know, you throw them in the stroller and you wouldn't care if you're walking a mile. It's not that big of a deal. When you have kids, you know, relying on the monorail is a little bit better. But I think I think the best part about it is that um, I think if you're a runner, I think that's going to be a, a, a huge thing is being able to run from the Grand Floridian to the Magic Kingdom and back. I think that's going to be something that people are going to like to do. 
Well, so you can make a big loop out of it. You can go across the front of Magic Kingdom, go all the way over to the Contemporary, and, and come back. So you can make a, a big loop out of that there. That would be kind of awesome to do. Yeah, the only problem that you have is going through security. I can just push them out of the way. Yeah, you could do that. Run past them. <laughs> Jump over the table and keep going. Oh, jeez. <laughs> all right, so kind of to echo I guess what you were saying and what I was going on I put I put Saratoga next on my list again like I was saying before I didn't really have much to go on other than what people have said when they stay there and normally that's enough for me to realize that the resort's probably either because of the layout or whatever is it's not the, the best option so I put it next on my list so I know your mom's a DVC member if she chose you guys to stay there in one of the grand villas would you do it would you have a problem with that no, no, if she's going to put me up anywhere at Disney, no, I'm not going to complain. Yeah, I don't care where it's at. Right, exactly. I mean, and, and it, I mean, I still would like to at least experience and see all the different resorts, even if it's not high on my list to stay there. Uh, you know, I still think it would be enjoyable to at least stay. And it does have some parts of it that I like. I know part of it backs up to the uh, the Saskatchewan River, so it does have some parts and some pros to it. It's just you know, majority of it. I just don't have a huge outlook on it right now yeah i mean to me it just reminds me too much of a a, a condo complex the same could be said for yeah. old key west but um number seven for me is the animal kingdom lodge the big thing there it would be the location of of how long it takes you to get to the other parks and solely relying on animal kingdom since animal kingdom is pretty much my least favorite park uh it's not high on my list to stay at so uh, it's got a lot going for it. I mean, especially if you like animals and seeing the giraffes. I mean, that's great having that opportunity to, to, to do that. But uh, it's just not high on my list to stay at. I mean, I'd much rather stay at the Grand Floridian than Animal Kingdom. Yeah, it's it's um, it's um much higher on my list, so I'll get to it uh, a little bit later. Okay. Um, next thing I was going to mention, I'm trying to go off my memory because I left my list at work. Um, the next one I had put... Um, I believe it was the actual Treehouse Villas here. Um, again, I haven't seen them. I ha- I've gone past them in the boat, you know, going from uh, Riverside down to Disney Springs. Uh, I would think it would be fun to stay here. It's a really cool idea with what they've done with them. Um, I just don't know how. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't know what I'm, I don't trying to say, but how, how the, uh, the way everything is set up and everything, I don't know how it would work with the, the flow in the, in the inside of it looks a little weird from what I've seen, but, uh, but I still think it would be cool to, to stay there just yeah. for the, you know, the proximity to the river and, and everything. Right. Uh, next I have is, uh, Bay Lake, Bay Lake tower stayed there for one night. I actually liked staying there. Um, the convenience factor of the Magic Kingdom is incredible. I would like to try to stay there more than one night to see how much I really enjoyed staying there. But um, you know, it, it's nice. It's you know, it's clean. It's got a modern look. Um, it was nice having a view of the lake, so um, I can't complain about that. Um, but you know, it's uh, it's not my style, but it, it was nice. It actually. It's on my list right here too. Um, I, I've never been in it. it, it it's a cool looking resort. 
but to me if it's going to be and i know they couldn't do this because it was already designed and everything but if it was going to be the dvc i would think the monorail would run through it instead of the original contemporary um it, it's just i don't want to stay at a DV, dvc resort and have to walk like you have to do to get to a, a, the monorail i think right. it's a little off the beaten path a little bit for me a little bit uh number five for me i kind of this is where i had it between three through five I had a little bit of heart of a problem um, I put Beach Club in here, and the reason I put Beach Club at five is because I haven't stayed there, and I don't want to put it up any higher on the list, considering many of the other ones I stayed at. But uh, I mean, Beach Club has got the uh, the pool, which is incredible, and I stayed at the Yacht Club to experience that. The location is great, right by Epcot. Uh, the I, I like the style of the resort. I like the style of the rooms, and and there's just so much going on in that resort that you're gonna have a great time. Uh, again, I'm, I'm right here with you um, with this one. I, I haven't been in the beach club at all. Um, it, convenience, the pool is a big plus. Uh, I just had to have put it somewhere. <laughs> That's where I put it here. Gotcha. Uh, next, I have the boardwalk at number four. The Because I've stayed here. This is the reason why I put the boardwalk there. Um I like the pool. I don't like the gigantic clown that's laughing at you as you come spitting through his mouth. I kind of think that's creepy. But, um, I mean, the location is great. There's a lot to do at the boardwalk, you know, from bars to restaurants. There's a lot of food to try. Um, one of the best things about staying at the boardwalk is crossing the street and going over to the gas station. And you can get some um, lower-priced alcohol to take back to your room or go back to the pool and relax a little bit. Lower priced anything. <laughs> yeah, pretty much anything. You go there. You know, Coke is half the price it is in, in the in the resort. So um, that's a great convenience thing. Um, but there is a lot to do over there. It's got great nightlife, and if you are a nighttime person, I think that's a great location for you to stay at. Um, same thing. I put Beach Club here, or not Beach Club. Sorry, Boardwalk at four. Um, I love that area. It, to me, and I, I don't know why this is, but it just seems a little more. Uh, a little closer, a little easier to get to parks from Boardwalk than it does from where Beach Club and Yacht Club is, and it's just in my just in my head. I don't know exactly why that is, but that's why I put it above Beach Club. Uh, and you, I mean, you are closer to the studios too, there. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's it, but it's it's not enough that it should really make that much of a difference. It's right. just that's how I split my straws. All right. Uh, number three for me would be Old Key West. Um, I've stayed here. I've probably stayed at this resort the second most times compared to any other one. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, it's the first resort that I, well, second resort that I, I, I own at. And uh, what I love about it is the type of place that you're going to go and stay when you want a vacation from your vacation. You don't feel like you're in Disney World. You feel like you do feel like you are in the Keys to to some degree. It's just it's just got a very laid back vibe from the the resort itself to going to the bar to going to the restaurant to hanging out by the pool. The pool is great. There's another uh, a pool area by Turtle Pond, which has got um, uh, food. It's quick service food. You can fill your refillable mug there. Uh, it's it's quiet. The pool over there. There's not usually a lot of people there, and you know you get to take the boat down to the springs from there. There's a lot of uh, it's 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 like the, it's just like a place um, that if you want to try to stay away from as much Disney as possible, you go there. You know, 
it's uh, it's a break from Disney, I think, than opposed to many of the other resorts. See, I would I would like to stay there and at least try it out, you know, because like I said, like I said, everybody talks very highly of it. So I would like at least to, if nothing else, just go and kind of explore around there. So yeah, I think you need to be more um, resort heavy staying there as opposed to gotcha. park heavy, as Makes opposed sense. to some of the other ones like, you know, the Polynesian. You could do a split, or you could do more park than anything else. But the, the Old Key West, it's more. You you just want to chill when you're there. Yeah, makes sense. Well, I'm going to go with the one DVC that I have stayed at, and number three, I'm putting, and I'm going to loop, lump them all together: uh, Kidani Village and Animal Kingdom. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the time that that I stayed there, uh, being able to see you know animals when you wake up and animals before you go to bed and um, I, yes, it, it's a little bit of a ride to get to the parks, but I didn't really mind that. I, I enjoy the music on the bus, so it, it kind of made it, you know, an easy transition getting back and everything. Um, great food out there. I just, I really enjoyed the time there, so I'm putting Animal Kingdom at three for me. All right. I mean, I can understand that because you have stayed there, you've experienced it, so it makes total sense. Yeah. Uh, number two for me, this, it's always tough for one and two. Uh, number two for me um, is the Polynesian. Love the Polynesian Resort. Whether you're staying as a DVC or non-DVC, it's just such an incredible resort. So much to do there. Um, got an incredible bar in Trader Sands, the Tambu Lounge. Uh, it's got some good restaurants. Ohana's maybe I don't like as much as I have in the past, but um, you know, going down to Captain Cook's for Tonga Toast is great in the morning getting a dual whip and there's just so much going on in that place there's so much to eat there's a lot of options you know for for families to enjoy it's got a couple different pools to enjoy uh views of the fireworks you know so you can't go wrong staying at the poly there you know you got the the monorail you got the boat it's uh it's a relaxed it's it's a place you can go and and feel like you're not in disney you can feel like you're in hawaii until you step into the pool or the beach you just see the castle in the, dif- in the distance but uh you know it is a uh a vacation unto itself there i was for sure that we were going to have a different one and two coming into this but no we don't <laughs> really <laughs> yeah um polynesian uh, it's great um I love going there. I haven't been in any of the rooms, but just the the grounds and everything. Like you said, it's literally you step out of Florida and step into you know a Hawaiian island um, and enjoy the time of staying there. Like you said, Ohana's kind of. I think I need to take a break from there and then maybe come back a little bit later and try it again. Uh, but they've got other options that are they're really good and everything. So um, yeah. Polynesian, I, I'll agree with you on that one. Yeah, you can't, you can't go wrong with the Polynesian. You know, it's expensive to stay at. I mean, I'm not spending six, seven hundred dollars a night to stay there. If I, I think it starts at five, but uh, I mean that's expensive. But um, to do one or two nights, you know, maybe it's worth it at that point. Uh, yeah, I'm, if you can get lucky and find somebody to like split a room or something right take advantage of it. I mean, that's the best way to do it. But yeah, it's just hard to justify that kind of money. Yeah. So number one on my list would be Wilderness Lodge, which is Boulder Ridge and Copper Creek. Um, you know, that's the resort I own at. That's the first uh, deluxe resort that I stayed at, the first DVC resort that I stayed at. 
and you know it's just a if I feel like I'm home when I walk in through those front doors and the air conditioning hits me and the music hits me it's one of those things between the Polynesian and then the Wilderness Lodge I hear the music even Old Key West is probably why it's in the top three the music hits me and and I I literally know I'm at the resort so I'm going to hear the music and I know what resort I'm at which is I can't say that for the other resorts but uh um, you know, the Wilderness Lodge has got a great pool. There's some great bars. It's, there's a fun family restaurant in there. Um, a great little gift shop. The, the lobby's incredible when you first walk in. The DVC lobby is great. It's very uh, welcoming. It's on such a smaller scale. The DVC one, if you've never walked into it, go check it out. There's a, a piece from uh, Walt Disney's Railroad in there, his personal railroad uh, train car that's in there. Um, there's just... I know it's dark. It's uh, a lot of people say it's just too dark for them, uh, but for some reason it just works down there. You know, the, all the woodwork and everything—it just works. It's just so quaint and relaxing, and you feel like you're home. You almost feel—you almost feel like you're like in grandma's house in in some ways. I think. Well, I I think it's like you're saying, and you can say this, like you said, for all three of your resorts, all three of for my top three. You, like I said, you step out of Florida and you step in the resort and you're somewhere else. I right. mean, it's between the the geysers out out back, the the music, uh, the huge fireplace. I mean, it just completely takes you to you know another place. Uh, it, it's you know it, it's hard to to do that in in any resort. I don't care who you are or, or where you're at, but the fact that they can do that and do it kind of easily because they've replicated so many different times in so many different ways that speaks to me just you know driving in through the the, the woods and everything and all of a sudden here comes this huge lodge out of nowhere right it's it's so amazing just to, to see that that entrance and the way you pull up to it and everything um even if you take a if you're catching a boat and, and coming through the back just the way everything is set up it just looks like a huge Lodge, just sit out in the middle of the woods, the wilderness, and everything. So, it, it's a great place. I would love to be able to stay there. Um, the only reason I went with this over Polynesian is I, and this is kind of silly because I'll probably never ever stay in either one of them. But I like the way the um, the cabins at Fort Wilderness, not Fort Wilderness, but Wilderness Lodge, look over the poly bungalows. Yeah, I, 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 I like that look well. to it a little bit better. So. Yeah that's why I went with that one number one um, but it was it's, it's interesting because I didn't think about it until you mentioned it as far as you talk about the music and you know they all have this just unique ability to you know you step in and it just completely takes you somewhere else so just the music is um, amazing with uh, with Wilderness Lodge yeah it's um, you know because music plays there's things that you know you're your senses play such a, a big part of, of your emotions, you know, smell, taste, hear, touch. And I think that when it comes down to hearing and smelling are probably the two things that, you know, could that trigger memories quicker than anything else, you know. So um, I just love walking in and hearing the music. You know, it, it comes from, uh, oh, gosh, I can't think of the, the, the movies from uh, 80s, 90s, but the Western, um, Westerns. Um, is it, is it Dancing with Wolves? Yeah, Dancing with Wolves, yeah. you know, it's, got, it's a great soundtrack, and some of that is played there. So uh, it, it just hits you. So it's it's fun. 
to, to have that. Yes, yeah, I, I agree. It's like I said, I, I would love to be able to stay at any of these, and hopefully, I can start slowly checking them off my list sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you can, because it, it it does change your vacation. It you get to relax a little bit more staying at the deluxe resorts. Um, I think just staying on really any Disney property is better than staying at a Howard Johnson's per se, because part of staying at the Disney resorts and, and staying inside the bubble is, is is stepping away from your everyday and staying at like a Howard Johnson's or Days Inn, whatever it is. It's just it's just something you're familiar with, you know. Yeah, and, and it just seems to it, it takes away. It's it's funny because it eliminates some of the stress because you don't have to drive, right? And then when you go from a value to a moderate it eliminates some of the stress because you're a little bit closer and you got a few more amenities you didn't have before and then you go from moderate to deluxe and it's even better and then you can make that next step into a dvc place and it's just like okay this is the life right exactly so so i want to go over uh keith's list uh number nine he's got saratoga springs he says this resort really is just dvc intro resort in my mind nothing really stands out the restaurants are not exciting to me but it gets your foot in the DVC door. Um, number eight is Old Key West. This is basically a tie for me as number eight and nine. I love the style of the old historical architecture of the Florida Keys. If you're a golfer, you can play on some of the best links in the country here as well. Um, seven, Bay Lake Tower. The modern decor is really not my thing, but Bay Lake Tower has a lot to offer. The views are great depending on what room you get. Close proximity to the Magic Kingdom is great. You also get this... You also can say you stayed at the contemporary to all your non-informed friends back home. That's a good point. <laughs> Six is Grand Floridian. Nothing says opulence like staying at the Grand Floridian. The service, the spas, the overall style of this resort makes you not want to leave there. It's a bit stuffy for me, which is why it's low on my list. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, five is Animal Kingdom. Although you are far from most of the parks, this resort makes up for it in the experience. From the many cultural activities, amazing food, and the course, and of course the animals is one of a kind experience. Four is Beach Club. I'm a beach guy at heart, so anytime I can get that feeling and still be in Disney Magic, I'm all for it. The Sand Bottom Pool, if that's your thing, is really nice, so I've heard. The Walkway to World Showcase is another big plus for this resort. I wonder if you like, ever stayed at like the Beach Club or Yacht Club, you would step in there and feel that. We would, we would have to make them. We would, yeah. Probably cry. <laughs> I don't want to go in. Um, number three, Wilderness Lodge. The peace and feeling of nature set this apart from every other resort. It truly puts you in the Pacific Northwest. The activities, restaurants, and being a short boat ride to the Magic Kingdom is often. I forgot about the boat ride. It's the best part. Yeah. Uh, two is the Boardwalk Villas. I just love the overall feeling at this resort. The entertainment, food, entrance to World Showcase is just awesome. The at night at the Boardwalk comes alive. Last but not least, the Polly. Um, there is nothing like the feeling of being on an island. The Polly is the perfect place to have the best of both worlds. Your island getaway in close proximity to the Magic Kingdom. So, that's, I mean, that's a good list. So it's hard to it's hard to disagree with it because, like any of these lists, I could wake up tomorrow and be like, "Yeah, let's change it." No, it's true. This number one. And yep. So. All right. So I think that's going to do it for this week. Anything else? Uh, that's that's all I got. All right. 
First, we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Get your premium stroller and crib rental at KingdomStrollers.com. Let the vacation experts at MousePros.com help plan your next perfect Disney vacation. Don't forget to check out the store at RedBubble.com slash TikTokPodcast. You can connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook at our channel TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at TikTokPodcast. You can also leave a message on the Tiki Talk hotline. That's 256-4MY-TIKI, 256-469-8454. If you enjoy the show, please stay, take the time and rate us on iTunes. Um, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at 1MinuteDisneyDream. That's 1MIN, DisneyDream, MouseWorldVacations.com, and MousePros.com. I'm on Twitter at uh, MattCoastOby and Instagram at MHolly579. Uh, you can find Keith on his new Twitter handle of uh, GeriatricsChefLife. <laughs> um, that's where you'll find them. Um, check out Steve at DisneyDiary.com. Most of all, Alan, take it away. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. Did I do that? Do what, Keith? What you say about me? I didn't say anything, <laughs> Keith. What? What, Keith? Is your hearing okay? I know you're sick again. There's nothing wrong with my hearing. Keith, you're spending a lot of time with the old people. You, I don't know what's happened to you, but you've gone off the deep end. I didn't go pee in my pants. <laughs> oh, Keith. You ain't cool unless you pee in your pants. <laughs> Everybody pees their pants. <laughs> Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Let us plan your perfect Disney vacation. And by KingdomStrollers.com for all your premium stroller and crib rental needs. For all of us here, I'm David Benter. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.